Hey, Robin. Hey, Bob. Hey, happy holidays. Good to see you. Yeah, listen, b- before we eat, I wanted to stop by the store here. I- I've been saving up to get me a new shoe stereo. A what? Uh, a shoe stereo. Look at it. It's battery-operated shoes with speakers, built-in CD player, and the heel. They've also got this tiny turntable with a titanium needle, and they're covered in fur for noise reduction. Oh, my gosh. This is ridiculous. You, you don't need any of this. You know, it's the season of giving, right? Yeah. yeah? If you really want to feel good and make a difference, you should give to your local NPR station. I guess that would help. I don't know, make the world a better place? Oh, definitely. When you give to your local NPR station, it helps make things like All Songs Considered, New Music Friday, and Tiny Desks possible. You support your station, the stations support us, and that sends a whole lot of goodness out into the world. Okay, what do I do? Just go to donate.npr.org music. Donate.npr.org music. That's right. It's so easy. Donate.npr.org music. And once you're there, you can find the station of your choice and get started. Just be sure to do it before the end of the month, all right? Right. Season of giving and support for the shows you love. Donate.npr.org music. Exactly. Now, before we go, let's just go ahead and see how loud these shoes can get. From NPR Music, it's All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. If you haven't already checked it out, we have posted NPR Music's picks for the top 50 albums and top 100 songs of 2020. There's a whole lot of great stuff to discover or to rediscover, and the NPR Music team loved way more music than we could ever fit on these lists. But our number one album, the one that got the most love across the board, is the Salt record, Untitled Black Is. Back when Salt released this album in June, we did a live listening party for it on NPR Music's YouTube channel. We played the entire record and talked about it. So to celebrate the Salt album reaching number one on our best of 2020 list, we're going to share the conversation from that listening party here. It was hosted by Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody, along with NPR Music's Bobby Carter and contributor and music critic Kiana Fitzgerald who began the conversation by talking about how the album is both a meditation and an education. This album, for me, in the past week or so that I've been listening to it, has really felt like equal parts time capsule and also an offering of encouragement. It's really captured the moment and the movement that we're in at this time. But overall, it just feels like sage wisdom. It feels like, as someone who journals a lot, it feels like a journal of complexities presented very simplistically. Some people on the chat were like trying to figure out who this group is. I want to see if we can get a little backstory. I know there is a mysterious band. I know there's rumors of Cleo Soul and other artists are part of this group. But uh, can you give us a little more backstory about Salt and maybe even about this new project? Let's start with Bobby. Well, for those who don't know, this is their third album in a year. Uh, when I first heard of them, I heard they, they Cleo Soul posted something on her Instagram talking about. Uh, with a small snippet of a song called Don't Waste My Time, Please Don't Waste My Time. And that's when I began to dig deep. I found the song on uh, on SoundCloud and I started shooting DMs to the label, like, who are you? What is this? When is it coming? <laughs> and um, I didn't hear anything back. And, and maybe a month or so later, they sent me a link saying the album's coming. And the first album's called Five. And uh, the, the management said, this is our covert band. Um, we want to let the music speak. There's going to be no promotion, uh, no campaign. 
but trust me, and I'll never forget that the last sentence says, trust me, there's much more to come. This is only the tip of the iceberg. They are magical. And uh, I didn't believe them at the time, but damn. <laughs> uh, I know there's a UK connection. Um, there's, you know, if you if you dig deep enough, you can kind of piece some things together. But uh, I have a lot of respect for the way that they're doing this and how powerful the message is. And they are truly, truly putting this music first and foremost. So salute to Salt. Yeah, let's uh let's talk about it. Like the it was the first time I heard it was uh, uh Giles Peterson posted a, a photo. Like, I got the new Salt record. I'm just saying, what do you mean you got the new Salt record? And he played the whole album on his show, which is like the second time he's only done that on the history of his show. And I sat there going, oh, my God, like I have every emotion impossible happening to me right now. So uh, I want to start with you, Kiana. Like describe your first suppression when you first heard this album. What was going through you? What were you feeling? Yeah. So for me, I immediately I was like, oh, we're about to be in for something like we're about to really, really get into what it means to be black, what it means to grow up in a black church or a black spiritual household. Um, we were just at a point where I felt that it was immediately about to just take off. So I texted Bobby that, you know, that we were in for an evocative experience. And that's exactly what it was. It pulled a lot of reactions out of me. I was tearing up. I was praying. I was fist pumping. I was doing a whole, whole lot. And it was just a very, very complex experience. How about you, Bobby? Like I said, I talked about the first two albums. And, uh, you know, so, so going into this, I definitely had high, high expectations. What I didn't expect was the emotional toll. And what this put me through and, and things and emotions that it brought up, uh, I was floored. Basically, it's saying everything that I've said in the past It's saying everything that I've wanted to say all in 57 minutes. Yeah, I definitely shared tears. We could talk about it. I have specific songs where I was like, I had to just put it down for a minute and walk away because it's just mm -hmm. so heavy. But uh, it's necessary. Let's talk about specific songs. So what song when you first heard it or second time around, like I've already heard it, heard this album 30 times already, been on walk. <laughs> was there any specific song that like that just grabbed you, spoke to you the most? And if so, can you tell me why? Let's go back to you, Kiana. Of course. So the first song that really latched on to me was Black. Um, it's very, very simplistic, but not in a way that is meant to be like offensive to them. It's just very, very straightforward. You know, there's a flute, there's some drums, Black. some snares, and it's kind of like, okay, this is very straightforward. But as the song progresses, we have a woman come in and she sings us word of encouragement. She says, don't you dare lose yourself, beautiful. back to the male voice just saying i'm black 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 you know every every so often and i it just stuck in my head black but the song that really brought a lot out of me emotionally was miracles And even when we were listening to it, I was tearing up and I was like, don't ruin your makeup. Um, I was just like, together, <laughs> we have to talk about this and like really express how this music makes us feel because Salt really did a phenomenal job in putting forth 
an idea about what it means to be Black, what it encapsulates from the pride that we have to the frustrations that we have, so much encapsulated in this one song. And I think it really um, embodies what the entire project is about. Oh, you're looking for something real good. Something you can look forward to. Don't you cry now. Keep going. Just trust. Always remember. It's already done. I'm looking for a I'm looking for a deep in my heart. Like you, Tariq, I've listened to this album 30. I'll let, just to up you, I'll let's say 31 times. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I've noticed that, you know, the, the arc of the album is it's a steep climb. And those first, mm-hmm. I say, four or five songs, it's, it sticks with rage. It stays in anger. It stays right there and you feel it. And for me, so, you know, I, I stayed there and that, you know, I was upset, of course. But Wildfires is like the first song where it's sort of, you feel like the album's kind of catching its breath and just speaking to you with calm yeah. emotions with the same, you know, the same sentiment, but just, Okay, let me calm down and now let me tell you how I'm really feeling. So that's what wildfires felt like to me. My favorite song is, is Eternal Light. Um, it felt like a rebirth. But when you, when mm. you read the lyrics, it's not necessarily a rebirth. It's uh, Black people are fearing for their lives, right? So yeah, Eternal Light for sure is my favorite. One song I, that, that grabbed me was uh, all the ones you said, but the Why We Cry, Why We Die, it was like mm-hmm. repetitive, but it was kind of the lyrics, is, it's because it keeps happening over and over again. They're using exactly. rep- repetition to say, hey, we're sick of this. This, this is mm-hmm. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, you know, all these killings, Michael Brown keeps happening. So the repetitive had some real deep meaning. I really like how they use repetitive in music to uh, evoke that feeling of just we're sick of this and it keeps happening and happening.
the one verse I like was in the first song, Out the Lies, a little spoken word piece. I just want to read it real quick. It's like, it hit me hard. Black is safety. Black is benevolence. Black is a lifeboat after SOS. Breaker, breaker, all clear. Black tells you it's all going to be okay in the end. Black is granny. Black is auntie. Black is there still meat on the bone, little girl. Yes. Am I re- eating wrong? Black is so warm, so pure. And when everything else fails, black endures. And mm. that kind of embodies wow. the whole album for me, right? Yeah. Yeah. And our conversation about the Salt album Untitled Black Is will continue right after we take this short break. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who specialize in issues such as isolation, depression, stress, anxiety, and more. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment when you need professional help. Get help at your own time and your own pace. Schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Visit BetterHelp.com songs to learn more and get 10% off your first month. We go now back to our conversation about the Salt album, Untitled Black Is. Speaking of music, going, you wrote a, you're part of this great piece on NPR Music about the protest music that came out today. I think this whole list of stuff, right, Bobby? You that? Yeah, it, it touches on the history of police violence. Um, and that, you know, just putting that together, I mean, you think they were singing these songs in 1927, right? And that, that speaks to the repetitiveness. It's like, we're still doing this. So I'm going to say it again and I'm going to say it again and I'm going to say it mm-hmm. again because I don't think it's getting through to some people. So I'll keep saying it and I will keep saying it. So, you know, when you think about protest songs dating back to 1927 and even beyond there, take a look at that 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 playlist and then circle back to this album and tell me you can't feel anything. Why well, actually that's the next question I'm asking to Kiana. Why do you think music like this is important to Black Lives Matter movements or civil rights movement? Or better, why why do we need music like this, Kiana? I really think that it's it's time capsule for this moment in this movement, and I also think that it's an opportunity for people to, for Black people especially, who are going through a lot of emotions, running the gamut of emotions from pride and movements and uprisings happening to um, sadness at the same thing happening over and over again. I think this album speaks to to that. I think it speaks to um, a spiritual component of our lives that I don't think a lot of people think about when it comes to um, this movement and uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, there's a lot of like speaking in this album about prayer and about finding a higher power in your life and lashing onto that and saying, I'm not gonna just stay here on this earth and pretend like there isn't something greater than me that can help me out in this yeah. moment. Yeah. So um, yeah, I feel like this album is really just bringing people closer to some kind of sense of peace and some kind of moment where they can just look back and say, this album helped me get through this. I think it's, it's very much a, a spiritual album. That's like that's like a reoccurring thing throughout the entire thing. God, um, spirituals, miracles, stuff like that. The very first song that spoke to me, I mean, there's always a song or an album that, that, that fuels movements, right? You know, I think about uh, I'm Black and I'm Proud by James Brown was like the first one where I was just like, whoa, we we can say that and we're supposed yeah. to say that, right? But, you know, for me, I was waiting on an album like this. 
I was hoping it would have come from uh, a hip hop album because I mean, you think to think about albums like To Pimp a Butterfly or mm-hmm. uh, by Kendrick, or you think about uh, It Takes a Nation of Millions by P.E. or X Clan albums, mm-hmm. or even even Dr. Dre's The Chronic was a lot about uh, the uprisings in in in, uh, in L.A. So I think this this falls right in line with that. If you want to share this album with somebody, let's say it's a, a white person or an ally or somebody who's not, you know, black, um, how would you describe this album to somebody? I would say, and Marcus J. Moore wrote a phenomenal review for this album for NPR Music. I encourage you to check mm. it out. But he used, uh, before I read his piece, I was just listening to the album on my own and I wrote down the word meditation. And this album feels very much like a new form of meditation for me and probably for a lot of Black people. So I would say for someone looking in from the outside, just try to see it as that. Try to see it as a release in a, in a, in a thinking about emotions that have been building up for a very long time. And try to just think about it as a picture or a window, I should say, into what a Black life is, what it means to, to overcome rise as they say you know in miracles we will rise we will rise i think that that's the best thing that i could say to someone who isn't um you know of our background how are you bobby yeah i've had white friends speak very candidly to me about their conversations with other white people and you know they they've said like people wonder like oh are they still out there are they still out in the streets like a like a get over it why can't you get over it type of sentiment right Mm -hmm. But, you know, there was, a, there was a spoken word piece. I think it was the June song where it says this generation cares. You know, it ended with yeah. they did some distortion to the to the lyric and it said this generation cares. So, you know, obviously this movement feels different. So I would say if you still don't get it, <laughs> <laughs> if you still don't get it, I would play this record for them. And it would be great to show them the lyrics because this just yes. like Kiana said, this captures everything. It captures everything. And listen, not for nothing, this album, it moves you, right? Moves you, moves you mm-hmm. spiritually, but you know, it's not enough if the music ain't jamming, right? So it moves you that way too. So we always talk about the the, the medicine and, and the candy, right? I think that's that's what this album is. And going back and you said about meditation, I've just you know, listen to his album, the anger, the, the sadness, but the final song was kind of like exhale, like black joy, pray up, stay up. It comes out. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, oh, okay. All right. I'm I'm back. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it was never like my favorite track on there, but I like what you said about meditation. I just thought about that track. And now that, that I understand why they put that track finals. Like, yeah, you went through a whole lot, but at the end of the day, you know, just like Kendrick Lamar, I'm going to be all right. You know? So, yeah. For um, sure. Kiana, Bobby, have any final words about the album or anything you want to say? Sure. Um, you know, what you just said about the last song, I felt that so much because, you know, we all share these experiences, you know, especially in these times where, you know, I pick up the phone and just I'll call my friend and just tell him, yo, I'm struggling right now for a, a myriad of reasons, right? But I don't know how many times I've said in these last three or four months, stay up. Like we all, a lot of people, we just close our conversations with stay up, just stay up. Oh man. So how can I wrap up my feelings for this album? Um, I just want to thank Salt for creating this in this moment. 
and for being honest and brutally honest across this project. It was very much um, a release for me. It sounded like it could have come from you know, the 60s in some areas. It sounds like it could have come from the, the 90s in some areas. Like It really just feels like it picks up where these other moments left off. And I think moving forward, we will always look back on this album and say that was the one that spoke to everything that was happening. Yeah. And Tariq, uh, I'll just share one thing. I This is what I, I, I've heard, that this record was recorded in a matter of days, not weeks or months. Mm. Wow. Which, that's, which that's impressive. That's, that's impressive. I mean, Absolutely. I guess, I guess the members were feeling the same way, like a lot of us are feeling. Well, thank you, guys. Um, big ups to Kiana Fitzgerald and Bobby Carter for uh, talking with us about the new Salt record, Untitled Black Is. Um, again, you can go get the album. The vinyl's coming out in August. That's right. Later this summer, I think. You can get over at Bandcamp. I think there's a link posted in the chat over YouTube. And um, for me, Tariq from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I want to thank you. This is NPR Music. Stay up, y'all.